So Hopkins left, or he's leaving New England reportedly without a contract uh, contract being inked, but that doesn't mean this isn't going to happen. I'm hearing from a bunch of people semi-close to the situation, and there's a lot of other reports out there confirming this, that the Patriots are about to full-court press on DeAndre Hopkins. Now remember that Bill Belichick loves this kid absolutely loves him when i mean kid i mean one year left growing old in fantasy football he's almost irrelevant but hopkins for one year in fantasy football still has the potential to be a top 12 fantasy football wide receiver maybe top 7 to 12 top 7 to 10 if you will in the right spot the question is is new england that kind of location or does hopkins turn into and overdrafted, hard to uh, hard to quantify type of fantasy football player walking into 2023. If you're best ball drafting right now, you need to make decisions right now on D Hop. You can't sit back and wait for this thing to unfold. You're drafting him right now in Dynasty. You, you know, maybe you're you're trying to trade him away before his value completely tanks. In New England, I don't know what his value is gonna be. In Cleveland, I think it's pretty good. In Buffalo, in KC, it's really, really good. But the Patriots are a good landing spot for so many reasons, and Stevenson is one of them. We're going to talk about whether this is going to happen or not, what the news is looking like. I mean, we talked a lot about this over the last couple days, but this is fresh news. Leaving New England doesn't have a contract, but hearing very, very good things about the meat. Let's talk about it. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So, Hopkins leaves New England or is apparently departing New England. I don't know if he's already left or not. Um, without a contract. But maybe something kicks kicks uh, uh, kicks into gear this evening, tomorrow. Uh, maybe he goes back and visits with Cleveland. Maybe he just sits back and is patient right now because he's just disgusted at the fair market value out there for a guy like Hopkins. He probably thought he was going to get this massive contract and his expectation level has just been wiped uh, you know, annihilated, just completely crushed. All of his hopes and dreams getting this massive contract. I'm sure Dalvin Cook kind of thought he'd be getting, you know, he he will be getting something massive, and I don't think he will either. It sucks. When you're an older player and you've got one to two years left, not only do you not get the bag, but you don't have teams that you you feel will be interested in you, interested in you. And I'll be honest, I'm kind of shocked because guess what? The Buffalo Bills and KC Chiefs and the even the even the Philadelphia Eagles and even the Cincinnati Bengals, in my opinion, as much as I love all of those teams and organizations, I do. They're being very I don't know reckless to leave Hopkins out there for one of the other teams I just mentioned. Like every single one of those teams should be worried about the other one getting DeAndre Hopkins, but if they all hold out and they all don't go after him, then I guess there's no concern. But why? 
Why would you not want Hopkins if you were the Philadelphia Eagles? I'm not saying I want it for A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith. I'm not saying I want this for Stephon Diggs and Dalton Kincaid. I'm not saying I want this for Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Although every one of those quarterbacks gets a huge bump if they get Hopkins. So where somebody gets hit, another another player gets a bump. I don't know. I don't know. But all we know is what's in front of us right now. We've talked about this a lot over the past couple days. So I won't beat a dead horse on some of those topics that we've already discussed. But right here, Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, reports DeAndre Hopkins and the Patriots have finished a Thursday visit that started early in the morning and went well into the afternoon per sources. Definitely intrigue from a player and team coming out of it. Uh, whether the results in the deal in a deal now, whether this results in a deal now or in the future remains unclear. So we'll see on that. Hopkins definitely, in my opinion, leaning a little bit New England and then and then Cleveland. So I have this ta- uh, this table over here, this pie chart on my my guesstimation. This is my Smitty's prediction and, and, and projection that New England's 55% likely to land him. I'd even, I'd say that's about right. I'd say Cleveland in my opinion, based on him not inking a deal here, Cleveland might become even a little bit more uh, likely of these other scenarios, but that doesn't take or eat into the New England percentage. I'm going to say this feels like... Yeah, I'm going to say this feels like a 25%er. A 55%er, a 25%er, other Tennessee. That's how I'm feeling right now. It could change. It could change. Maybe another gets involved. Maybe KC's been playing it, playing it, uh, playing it coy. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Nobody knows. The Athletic is reporting that the Patriots are continuing to make a push for free agent DeAndre Hopkins after this Thursday visit ended without a contract agreement. And like I said, I'm hearing from several people terms being tossed around like full court press, all in, gonna pull pull out all the stops. Uh, leave no stone unturned and Bill Belichick wants him badly is what I'm hearing and I don't know what's true and what's not at this point I think there's a lot of people honestly even some of the people that I kind of trust (laughs) with this situation that are trying to make headlines everybody's trying to make headlines hell it's what we all do and so I'm just being honest I don't have anything other than whispers I don't have any sort of hardcore this is happening it's going to happen but I feel very strongly that Hopkins is very very likely to be a New England Patriot and and I I would guess that this this team steps it up just a little bit to get this guy in here because if you think about it from the Patriots perspective they believe they can win maybe you and I don't think they have a shot in that very tough division where not only will they be hard-pressed to even dream of winning the division over the Buffalo Bills over the Jets or the Miami Dolphins like these are three very very tough teams very very hard to imagine the New England Patriots winning the division let's just put it that way let's be as polite and gentle as we can not only that though it's very, very hard to imagine the New England Patriots getting one of the remaining three or one of the three wildcard spots when two of the teams in their division are probably taking and consuming two of those spots or at least one of them, whether the Buffalo Bills win the division or the New York Football Jets win the division. I kind of feel like at this moment, the Jets might win the division. I really feel like if I have to predict 
The Jets will win the division. Turmoil in Diggsland in Diggsville might might just flip it for me a little bit. I'm feeling the New York Jets. If the Jets win the division and then the Buffalo Bills surely grab one of the wild card spots. The Miami Dolphins are itching for one. I mean, this is going to be really, really hard. A very tall order for Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots to grab a wild card spot. But they believe they can do it. Doesn't matter what you and I think, what we believe, Bill and the Patriots think they can do it. And so when they're on the cusp in their mind of being a playoff contending team, and I do believe they believe they are, I do believe Bill thinks he can do it. And and honestly, Bill could do it. Bill's that good of a coach, but he's been kind of missing for a while. He hasn't had big weapons for a while. And he loves DeAndre Hopkins. And while he seems like the kind of guy that's not going to go after him by by brand new shiny toys, maybe he goes for the, the secondhand store and finds an absolute marvel. Hiding on the rack is DeAndre Hopkins. And DeAndre Hopkins... A guy he loves, he's publicly stated he loves, he co- you constantly see footage of him talking to him, like, oh, this guy, I love, you're the best receiver in the league, you're going to lead the league in yardage. Every time he talks to the guy, he gives him a compliment, they're hugging it out, they're talking on the sidelines whenever they play against each other. Bill loves this guy, and I truly believe Bill feels this could be the difference maker, and this could be the situation where, you know, how many years does Bill have left? How many years, we always think Bill's going to walk away, he doesn't, but how many years does he have left? He is in a mode where I think he's like, let's get some pieces and go for it rather than build and and do everything in cheap fashion. I think he wants Hopkins. I think he wants Hopkins bad. I don't know why he didn't go after Lamar. I think if he would have went after Lamar, and I said this to, I believe, Bella, check yourself, who might be watching right now. I said this over and over, and I appreciate everybody being in here. Hit that thumb up button. We've got uh, 80, uh, about 80 people in here and only 30 thumbs up. Michael KCPA. By the way, Michael KCPA, first in the building today. Michael KCPA, I went through my audio archive, and I found this little beauty. Look at this, Michael K. Look at this number, if I could find it. Hold on. Where is it at? I thought I had it here, Michael. Hold on. Where is it? If I find it, I'll play it for you. I found a little audio file, an old school audio file of Michael K. CPA. Where is that at? I'll look for it. Um, appreciate everybody being in here. But Bill Belichick, in my opinion, and I told Belichick yourself this in the chat uh, months and months ago. If the Patriots went after Lamar and signed Hopkins, they would be a threat to win the division. They would be a division winning threat. They would be a playoff lock they would be a potential Super Bowl caliber team with DeAndre Hopkins Lamar Jackson and Bill Belichick running the show I truly believe this could have been something special and Bill got the okay from the brass what that he could go after Lamar if he wanted and he didn't he didn't seem to want to he didn't he seems to want to I think go down the road he he's got in front of him. I don't know why. I don't know why anybody in their right mind would expect Mac Jones to become the guy. He's not it. He's not it, pal. He's not it. Zappy, probably not it either, but Zappy's better than Mac. I'm not loving this, as you can tell, from a Hopkins perspective. But what I do love is Hopkins in New England so that Stevenson can have more room to run. I'm more worried about that. I don't want Kincaid to have affected value here it is michael i found it here it is michael michael k cpa ladies and gentlemen he's michael k cpa when you've got the bills to pay michael k 
Remember that, Michael? Did you ever hear that, Michael? I think, I think I'm obligated to play that whenever Michael K. CPA Super Chat's moving forward. Just so you know, Michael K., no pressure. But anytime Michael K. C, uh, CPA Super Chat's, he gets it played. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Curious to know what you guys think. I think New England feels like a lock at this point as much as a lock can be. Uh, I, I'm sorry, New England or, or Cleveland feels like a lock. So, I'm, I'm going to say it that way. New England, Cleveland, right now feels like the closest thing to a lock, but this thing, the wind could blow in any direction at any moment, and things could spiral out of control. Okay, we got Isaac dropping a super chat. Isaac, appreciate you. Hopkins goes to the Patriots. Mac Jones will be better, a better QB than Pickett this season. LOL. Tell Ron Navy. Uh, you just told him. You just told him. Uh, yeah, so... I feel I feel like I feel like it is going to happen. I feel like it is going to be New England fifty five. Well, I'd even maybe say this is inching toward sixty percent, sixty percent likelihood of that happening. Let's call this uh, twenty. Something something along those lines. Something along those lines. Uh, Garrett, appreciate you guys. Drop that Garrett emoji. Drop that uh, that highest super chatter in a single live stream is Garrett. He's got the the eggplant and uh, and and gorilla emoji, the King Kong emoji. Let's go, Garrett. Appreciate you. Is Michael KCPA in here? Did he even hear his song? Did he just come in and leave? I don't know where he is. Derek Lincoln, appreciate you being here. Uh, Paul, appreciate you. Isaac um, Garling. Space Risky, uh, Space Ricky, Zach, D Money, appreciate you all. Blackbeard, first in the building today was oh, it was my, Matt Howell. I've always heard the playbook is hard to learn in New England. Maybe, I mean, I I hear that too. Bama in the building, appreciate you all. Phone lines are open. Call into the show. Call call, call into the show. Hopkins, man. Hopkins, where is he playing? Where is he playing? Where is he playing? Derek, appreciate you. Who's calling in? Who's calling in to give me a prediction on Hopkins? Where is Michael K? There's Michael K. CPA. He says, yes, awesome. Driving on the 405 of LA. Hold on. You're driving in the car, listening to your own song. How ironic is that, Michael K? How cool do you feel right now, Michael? You're driving down the street right now on the freeway, listening to your favorite show, and your own song comes on, on your favorite show. I mean, how how much cooler can you be than Michael K. CPA right now? You can't. Ron Navy, you're live. What up, Smitty? Are you on the road too? Are you and Michael crossing paths on the road right now? I can. Yeah, hear- yeah. I'm sitting here waiting on the wife to come out of the store. I'm mobile right now. 
Okay. And I just, you know, I got, you got Isaac said in Super Chats, being a Steeler fan, speaking blasphemy, what the heck is up with Isaac? He can't be a true Steeler fan if he's speaking that blasphemy that uh, he's speaking. Is I, Isaac a I true Steeler? Is, I mean, Isaac, do you consider yourself a diehard Steeler fan? Is that he's he said in the past, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe he just feels a certain way about about uh, Mac Jones. I don't know. No, Isaac wants to get me riled up is what Isaac wants. Maybe. He wants, he wants the riled up Ron Navy to call in. And riled up Ron. Yeah, that's what he wants. He wants re- revenge Ron. <laughs> revenge Ron. <laughs> uh, D- but D- I think you're – I think you're right. I think uh, it's looking like Hopkins is going to end up as a Belichick boy. Mm-hmm. He likes those. He likes those veteran receivers like Randy Moss and those types. So, yeah, it really wouldn't surprise me. But now here's the thing: Will Hopkins like playing for Belichick? That's the question. I mean, Hopkins may Belichick not. May, right. Hopkins may think he likes Belichick because they get along really well outside of, you know, coach and wide receiver, you know, uh, hierarchy. Exactly. Like, he loves him. He hugs him. He talks about him. and But, like, yeah, when he goes to, to work for him, how is that going to feel? Will it be buddy-buddy? I don't know. Bill does seem like the kind of guy that, that – and, look, Hopkins is all business. As much as people want to – Rip on Hopkins for the uh, for the the PEDs and everything like that. Hopkins is a professional. Like this guy is going to bring it. He's going to practice as hard as anybody. He's going to motivate other people. He's going to. I mean, the, the only thing Bill probably wouldn't like of Hopkins is like the trash talk or something because Bill's not a huge trash talk guy. But but Hopkins is like I don't I don't even know how you could yell at Hopkins. You know what I mean? Like I don't think Hopkins will ever the only problem Hopkins is going to have is if Bill calls, you know, if the wrong plays are called and yeah, he gets upset that he's not getting the football. Like I could see that happening, but I don't think these guys will argue too much. I mean, Hopkins Hopkins is such a good wide receiver. I feel like he's undervalued. I feel like he's very very undervalued. If he went to the right place like the the Kansas City Chiefs or even the Buffalo Bills. Even with Diggs there, the Buffalo Bills made a lot of sense to me and they still kind of do. Even though I don't want them there for Kincaid. I really don't. But from a like football perspective, from a logical point of view, this is a guy that would eat into Diggs' production. This is not a guy that would just lay down and say Diggs is the main guy. This guy has been double teamed his entire career and it would be very interesting to see him in a place where they couldn't double team him on the other side of the football. Because he's never been in that situation ever, ever. Like so, Diggs is Here, on the other the side. Here's the positive thing. The positive thing is the Patriots got to play Miami twice. They got to play the Jets twice. And they got to play the Bills twice. Those are all high potent offenses. So Hopkins has go by going to New England. He has the ability to to really shine there. As the number one receiver, um, getting the value volume that he gets, that he commands, if Mac Jones can get him the dang ball, but it could be a really good for fantasy. That is, he's not going to win a Super Bowl, but for fantasy owners, he could be really good in New England. Yeah, um, he, yeah, 
I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. In fantasy, he's going to do well there. I but I do feel like he could be a really good football player for Bill and help the New England Patriots play a lot better. But again, when I close my eyes and picture the outcome, I don't see how the Patriots make the playoffs, let alone finish. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they make the playoffs at all. I'm just saying. Yeah. He's going to get his 8 to 10 catches per game if, if Mac Jones can get him the ball. He's going to get the value volume, and so he's going to be relevant in the fantasy world, um, especially with, like, the bringbacks, like in best ball. Um, Hopkins is going to be – he's going to be a smash there for fantasy owners. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if I feel like he'll be as good as – anywhere near as good as he would be in Buffalo and, like, even Cleveland, but will he – Will he be a 1,100, 1,200-yard, 1,300-yard receiver with, like, low touchdowns? Yeah. I think he will get the receptions and the yardage. I don't know that he can breach, like, 10 TDs in that situation. But you never know. You never know. What if Zappy goes in there and Zappy is – because I, I don't think Mac does it. I don't think Mac can do it. I just don't think so. But Zappy's, like, the wild card here. I know we're all, like, a little hesitant to say Zappy's – you know, between the two of them, they have a, a, a not 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 an elite quarterback, but a much better quarterback, like kind of like Purdy. You know, where you didn't nobody really thought he was going to be as good as he was. Could Zappy come in there and feed Hopkins nine, ten touchdowns? That is his only shot, I think, and it's possible. But I hate I, I can't stand Mac Jones. I don't hate Mac Jones. He's, he seems like a nice guy, a really good guy. I don't I don't hate his personality, I, but. I don't think he's the real deal at all. I think Mac Jones is not an elite quarterback whatsoever. I think Zappy's way better. <laughs> and I don't even love I don't even love Zappy. I think it's like when you put something bad something mediocre next to something bad, it makes the mediocre thing look good. I think that's what we're experiencing with Zappy, but I think Mac Jones isn't it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Mac comes around this year. Maybe Mac just needed a wide receiver. A lot of people say if you give him a weapon, then judge him. I, and I can respect that take. I guess. Yeah, I mean, who's there? Thornton? Thornton's just, you know, Thornton and Parker. Parker's not going to be nothing there. I mean, you got you got tight end who's like Getsky. Yeah. He, I mean, he can catch. But, I mean, the volume's going to be there for for uh, Hopkins. See, if he goes to Buffalo, there's, there's too much. He's got to compete with Diggs. He's got to pe- compete with Gabe. He's got to compete with Kincaid. I just don't like a place where he has to compete so much for the volume that he yeah. gets. So New England, New England, I, I'm good with New England. I'm good with Tennessee. Either one of those, I'm good with. Yeah. Where he can stand out, be be the Hopkins that we love, getting the eight to ten catches per game. That that's um, that's where I feel. Yeah. This this was this was dropped about eleven minutes ago. Appreciate Isaac uh, mentioning it too. Um, this right here was about 11 minutes ago. Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins sat out minicamp over his contract situation. The business side is very hard. It's very different, Dobbins uh, told WJZ 13 Sports Radio. It's never just roses and daisies. It can be hard at times. Um, we'll see what happens here. Uh, you know, this guy's got a lot of balls, though. This guy's got a lot of balls. What has he done to deserve a big, fat contract? No offense, J.K. Dobbins, but I like you, pal. And I think he's ultra-talented. But what set of big brass balls this guy has to think he can sit out 
and command money like Saquon Barkley right now. Like, he's got to put together a healthy season before he can come out and start saying things like, who the hell is going to pay this guy a massive amount of money when he hasn't been able to stay on the field? Like, you get get out of here, J.K. Dobbins. What are you doing? What in the hell are you thinking? I think the running back, I think the NFL running backs need a, need a, uh, 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 a mini running back union inside the player, you know, they, they, because they're get, they're all getting, they're all getting the short end of the stick. And so they all need to get together and they all need to unify themselves and, uh, push for a change in the NFL, their value in the NFL. Because yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if you think about it, they, their value should be even higher because they're the, the years that they can play is lower and they're taking more on more physical um, physicality than any other position except for the line, yeah, but which are bigger guys. You just need to add. It, so. You just need to add some sort of like higher tier rookie contract salary range. That's all you can do. There's nothing else to. There's definitely something that needs to be done or looked at. But at the same time, you know, like like you gotta. You got to also produce, you know, and when you're a guy like J.K. Dobbins, yeah. maybe this makes sense in the Barkley conversation, but J.K. doesn't open any conversation doors. Like, oh, yeah, J.K. deserves it. J.K. doesn't deserve anything yet. Like, I like J.K. Dobbins. I'm really hopeful he does something strong this year, but he doesn't have yeah. a leg to stand on, and his legs are always hurt. So how can he stand on them anyway? This, what's this guy doing? <laughs> like, he he's holding out more than Barkley's holding out. Like what's he doing? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I, I don't think this this goes anywhere for J.K. I don't think the Ravens are scared. The Ravens rotate running backs all the time. They they'll just move on. Like they'll figure something out. They'll bring in Zeke Elliott. You know, uh, J.K. Dobbins. I don't, I don't think he he moves. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook will be will be a great a great fit in a way. But but JK, I'm, yeah, I am excited about JK. There's a lot of upside in fantasy, but this is going to certainly put a little a little fork in the in the the yeah, drafting of him for now. Like his value will drop a little bit, which is good. We'll have to assess it and see if it's, it makes him attractive to to buy. But I don't think I'm going near him until this is resolved. And, and how can he afford to hold? Like what is what's going on? <laughs> what's what's his contract even look like? Hold on, let me look. I didn't. I didn't even know what was going on. I thought he was like injured or something. I said held out of minicamp. That's all I read, and I didn't really get a chance to read into it. And and now I know because you just you just reported on it. But um, I was in the draft earlier, and I kind of like faded. I'm like, oh no, he's injured again. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what we thought of like you know Knox, and you just don't know. Day one's weird, and we haven't heard if Diggs is getting fined yet. Like no, they better look into this because Diggs deserves to be fined if Diggs didn't show up for day one. If they're gonna excuse it somehow after the fact, somebody needs to look into the details of that because that's there for a reason now, and everybody else is held to that standard. And I I might be wrong on whether you know we don't maybe we don't know when he was actually fined and they're just not making it public, but it feels like nobody knows whether Diggs was fined and oh it might have been excused. You know, like Diggs, we're gonna go ahead and write in that you you showed up to, you know, we'll we'll go ahead and mark a, a present on your attendance sheet for for the for day one. Uh, but here here's um here's J.K. Dobbins' salary. Now, no one's saying that 
you know, he shouldn't be getting paid maybe more. But let's do something first before we, we come out and act like we deserve to hold out. Like, what kind of message is this sending? You know, that you any running back can hold out now. Now a running back can just hold out. Like, what's how is he gonna how is he gonna hold out? What like what's going on here? He's an unrestricted free agent next year. He's on a one million dollar salary, one point three million dollar salary with a four hundred and thirty one thousand dollar signing bonus. How in the hell is this guy gonna afford holding out? If you pay, play this year and hope you can get a bag, how old is he now? I mean, is he, what, 25, 26? Um, let me find his exact birthday. Let's see here. Maybe he's younger than that. Maybe he's younger than I thought he was. No, I don't think he's younger than that. He's, he's Well, he's turning 25 this year. He's, so he's, he's right there. Yeah. Okay. Tur- turning 25 this year. Uh, played two years in the NFL and is holding out. I mean, he was out 2021. So, He's out 2021. But here, look at his game log. So, this is these are not the numbers. I know he scored what he scored like nine touchdowns in on the ground in 2020. I mean, so that was it. That was definitely a good year. But this is these are not the numbers. 2022 out for 2021. Uh, 2022 520 yards, two touchdowns in 2022 last year. Coming back from the ACL tear, out for 2021. In 2020, he had 805 yards and the pr- impressive nine scores. These aren't the numbers or the tra- you know the the game logs that you can you can you you can hold out. Not going to happen. Yeah, he should just play his butt off this year and try to get uh, the bag next year by playing playing his butt off this year. He, he'll still be young enough. He'll still have. Technically, a few years left, so if he could get a two- to three-year contract after this year if he balls out, shows that he can go the whole year without injury and, and get, like, ten touchdowns. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you hold out when you've done something amazing. Debo Samuel was the perfect example of a player that did what he needed to do the year prior to his contract expiring. You, you know, you push for a, an extension – and you also push push for an extension. You're, you're kind of in a holdout situation when you're too good to let go, and yet you're also they're worried about that they're going to have to lock you up for more money the next year. I don't think the Ravens are scared. I think they like him a lot, but the Ravens. This guy's walking into a free agent or a, a contract year right here. He's walking into a contract year, and he's ex- he's playing the card. I should be getting extended. You, you're afraid to lose me. They're not afraid of anything. They're not afraid to lose this guy. If he ends up being so good that they're they made a mistake, they'll franchise tag him. <laughs> so I like he is he's got no leverage. The only leverage he has is yeah. that they're like, okay, we really do want to get the continuity of this new offense with Munkin going, and we want him in there. He's a big part of it. We really like him. Let's give him a little. Like Eckler got a little like bonus or something like a little like hey here's a million dollar incentive bonus or let's give him let's up some incentives for him let's do something like that. I don't think they're looking at giving can him they, a two or three year deal now. They're not. They can't franchise tag him if he's not unrestricted free agent come next year, can they? Um, you can franchise tag anybody that has him. Yeah, he, that's when that's when you franchise tag somebody when they're a restricted free agent. You don't need to franchise tag him. So, 
Okay. Yeah, get, players are more often franchise tagged when they're unrestricted free agents. They think they're free. Like Jacobs wanted to go elsewhere, and they said, no, we're franchise tagging you. Jacobs said, shiat. Yeah, these running backs take it up the butt a lot. Yeah, it, it's it's not very it's not very it, it's not very uh, good for the the market is tough for running backs. Running backs definitely are not in good position. And who, who's going to want to come out of college and play the running back position? I mean, they're 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 killing the NFL is killing the running back position basically because nobody's going to want to play that position because it's not lucrative. For the for them, it doesn't pay for the much uh, physical abuse that they get in that position. They just don't. They they're they're so underpaid. It's not even funny. Yeah. Uh, Electro I mean, that's the truth. Electro celebrating four months on the YouTube exclusive membership. Appreciate you, Electro. He says thank you for all you do, Smitty, to the moon. Appreciate you, Electro. To the moon. To the moon. Thank you for being a, a, a YouTube exclusive member. If any of you want to become one, I'm going to drop the link in a second. But you can also head on over, click on this join button on desktop right below. That is a membership link right below the join button. Um, the merch store is the link right next to that. And then on mobile, memberships is right there. You click on memberships. The, the YouTube uh, merch store is right next to that. And then let me drop that link if anybody wants to become a $1.99 YouTube exclusive member. It is right here. I've dropped the link. Go ahead and click that bad boy if you would like a green name and all the emojis. By the way, I dropped a new emoji if anybody noticed. Uh, can anybody find the new emoji? Let's see. Let's let's see if you guys can find it. I'm going to pin that link if anybody wants to become a YouTube exclusive member. I'll go ahead and drop the new emoji if nobody else can find it. Speaking of members, guess what I got today? Your Moon Man card. I got my Moon Man card. Atta boy. <laughs> and your shirt? And I got the shirt. Yeah, everything all in one. Uh, first person to find the new emoji was Blackbeard, by the way. Yeah, I can't look for it. I'm mobile, so I don't even see the chat right now. It's a. It's, sorry, I, I didn't switch the screen over. It's another. Um, it's another uh, T law emoji. It's the T law and a glass of milk. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I might, I might switch them out. So like T law doesn't necessarily need two emojis, so I might move T law's other emoji out of there and replace it with someone else. But I think this one's here to stay for T law. It's the the milk and and such. Uh, and here, here, let me play that for everybody who hasn't seen it yet. Here are the T law. Um, little uh, videos. A lion lives among us, posing as half man, half lawman. His golden mane is reportedly six feet long and is bathed in milk. That's right. His marvelous mane grows longer with each breath he takes. Legend has it that if you say T-Law in the dark in the bathroom three times, you lose your league instantly. Conspiracy fanatics have linked his triangle bone structure to the ancient pyramids and alien theory. Law Dog Milk for Mains on sale this season. Soak your mane and win a league. Law Dog Milk.
Soak win. It's that simple. Pal Derby in the building. Appreciate Pal Derby. Space Ricky, Swaggy, Matt, Travis Rowe, Paul, uh, Kilpatrick, Prime, everybody in the building. Uh, call in. The phone lines are open if anybody wants to dial in. I'll put the number on screen. So, Hopkins, um, you think he signs by what? A couple days? Ron? Yeah, I mean, he should. I mean, if they make him the deal and nobody else makes him a deal, then, uh, yeah, he should be signed uh, no later than Monday. I wonder how long uh, well, Jake... Monday's a holiday. Monday's a holiday. I wonder how long J.K. Dobbins holds out. I don't know if he can afford to hold out that long. That's crazy, man. When the hell is he thinking? Who's advising him? Who's advising him? Yeah, bro, you you totally proved it. Like, he's got... This is the year where he goes out, does it, and he's going to go get the bag, or he's going to get franchise tag for whatever the franchise tag amount is next year, if it's $11 million, whatever it ends up being. Uh, Anthony dropping a $20... Alert. Super chat alert. Alert. Super chat alert. I got in there before I closed. That's not very many people. Yeah. Yeah, underdog. Underdog fantasy, they have, uh, I, I don't, it's not up anymore, Ron? The Golden? I think it's full already, but the Dalmatian 2 is open. Yeah, Dalmatian 2. They opened up the Dalmatian 2. Yeah, Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Get in there and try and jump in some of these tournaments before they they leave. But even if they leave, there's so much goodness to have on these over-unders. They're absolutely crazy. Uh, These, like this this T-Law one's phenomenal. The 26.5 touchdowns. They took it away, and then they brought it back. Because I think we hit it so hard, they probably thought, "Oh, this one's this one's weird." Like whenever they get like a, a, a surplus of of hires or a surplus of lowers, they probably think we got to look at relook at it. And they looked at it, they're like, "No, our data says this is right," and they throw it back out there. So take underdogs' money higher on twenty six point five TDs on Trevor Lawrence. That is on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. The link is being dropped as we speak in the live chat. And if we're going to draft tonight, if anybody wants to draft tonight, we'll do like a Garrett Wilson draft um, because we won't have any more puppy. Well, actually, the puppy's still going, right? Or is it... No, the puppy's gone. Puppy's no, gone. puppy's full. Yeah, so we'll be doing a Garrett Wilson draft. i pin that link if anybody wants to draft with us tonight. What is a Garrett Wilson draft, you ask? It is uh, essentially um, a private league we do, and we're going to do like 50 of them or whatever. And the winner through week 17 with the highest scoring team across all of the leagues and drafts that we do. And you can get in every one of the, of the drafts of 12. Uh, the highest scoring team will get the autographed Garrett Wilson jersey. And each individual league has a, a small prize pool. You know, with the $3 entry, you know, the, you win like 20 bucks for first or something. But each one of these little tiny private leagues, you can win 20 bucks every time you win one, but the total high-scoring person is going to get the Garrett Wilson Garrett Wilson autographed jersey. And uh, hold on one second, Ron. We got uh, a 609 caller. You're live. 609, you're live. Hey, what's going on, Smitty? Who's this? This is Dogman Chowdy. Dogman Chowdy? Dogman Chowdy. This is Matt. I was going to say Ron, Ron Spike me earlier in the Golden. Howdy. 
Oh yeah, what what did he snipe you? And and real quickly, can you can you spell your what do you dog man what? Dog mentality. M E dog mentality. I thought you said dog man howdy or dog man. Okay, dog mentality. <laughs> Sorry right. about that. First time caller here. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you name yourself this time. Go, Okay, Dog Mentality. What did Ron steal from you? I was uh, I was next to Ron earlier, and uh, I took, I let him have, uh, I let him have um, Goddard. I saw, he had, uh, I, I saw he had Hertz, and, uh, and um, I let him have Goddard. I took Waller, and then he got, he got pennies, the spot right before me. I had uh. Swift. Um, I don't like, think dang. he knew. I don't think he knew you were in there. He probably wasn't paying attention to that. No, That's, I didn't. I'm I, looking at it now. I, I know. I'm just messing around. I thought it was funny. I saw you I got a really good. Every everybody you ended up falling some really good. Four, you ended up with a really great running back room. I love your running back room. He ended up with Brie Paul, Jameer Gibbs, DeAndre Swift, and Khalil Herbert is his running back room. He, he ended up with great running backs, I think. Yeah, they kept falling to me. I think I think I'm good on the running backs, but then I went a little soft on the wide receivers because I kept having yeah. to make what to me. Yeah, you are a little soft there. But What's you it? got Darren Waller and Sam Laporta as your tight ends, and you got Keylon Derek Carr as your quarterback, so you did all right there. Do- dog mentality. Yeah, you got on. Dog mentality, what, what can I do for you, pal? I was just going in to say hi to, and uh, and that I was drafting with Ron earlier and and uh, love the show, man. All right, man, appreciate you. What do you think of Hopkins? Where's Hopkins gonna gonna be, and how long is it gonna take? And and what's going on with J.K. in your mind? J.K. Dobbins with this holdout. I don't holdout. know, man. I think I think he's gonna take his sweet time. I think Hopkins is gonna take his sweet time, but it would be crazy if he went to New England. I think. Uh, I don't know about Max throwing them the ball, but I think that offense is going to be a lot better with uh, O'Brien now at the helm. And, uh, I, I don't know. I think, what did you say, J.K. Dobbins? Yeah, J.K. Dobbins is holding out. I didn't even hear about that. I, I was working all day. I didn't really get to catch up on uh, any, any news. I just, uh, I just tuned into the show now. I'm a little late, so. Yeah. Yeah, Jake. So J.K. Dobbins' report is here. Adam Schefter retweeted um, this report here that that Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins sat out minicamp over his contract and quote said on WJZ 13 Sports, J.K. said the business side is very hard. It's very different. Dobbins told WJZ 13 Sports, it's never just roses and daisies. It can be hard at times, said J.K. Well, that's because he hasn't been wow. on the field. And, you know, while while that's I like crazy. J.K., and I want J.K. to know that if J.K.'s watching right now, which he's probably not. But <laughs> if he is, I like you, pal. You got a lot of upside, but you got one big set of brass balls on you to think you can hold yeah, out crazy. for a contract when you've never really played. You, you, you had 800 yards and nine touchdowns, which was really impressive in 2020. I mean, real impressive. But missing 2021... And not really being healthy or playing up to speed in 2022, like what are you doing? How in the hell do you get a a big fat contract extension when you've been missing for two years? Not your fault necessarily, but you got to go out there and earn it. He's got to earn it. He's got to have that big dog mentality like you. Yeah, 
That's right. That's right. Especially how the, the running back market is too these days. You got. I mean, he's crazy for doing that. Uh, we got ten, ten, the moon. Zach gifting 10 gifted memberships. Zach, my guy, appreciate you doing that. Guys, 10 gifted memberships incoming. Get ready for those. Uh, hold on. Scott's calling in. Let's see what Scott wants. Scott, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What's going on, Smitty? What's up, pal? I got a question for you. I got a pick here about four. And uh, so I have two questions. I have we can't hear you, man. It sounds like you're talking inside of a of a, a porta potty. Hello. How's this? How's yeah, go this? ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I got Bijan in the first round. Bijan? Who? Who? Bijan? Bijan? Bijan. The Bijan card has been revoked. Anyway. Okay. Um, you know, and I've got that a lot in some of these drafts. Uh, do you want to pair London or Pitts on the second team with him? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't mind pairing London. I, I don't like pairing London and Pitts together an awful lot. Not that I hate it in best ball, but I, I don't like go out of my way to do it. When I do it, there's moments of where I'm like, do I want to do this? But but pairing London and Bijan together, I'm totally fine with that. I've, I have no reservations. Even at redraft, I have no reservations on that. And then my other question is, out of these five receivers, uh, Ridley, Hopkins, Godwin, Judy, and McLaurin, which one do you rank first? Ridley, Hopkins, Judy, Godwin, McLaurin? Yeah. Uh, okay, I would say Ridley by far. Hopkins, it depends where he goes, but we got to assume the worst at this point because the two lead dog candidates are Cleveland and New England. One of which I don't think makes him Ridley capable. I think he's good. Like, you know, Ron says he likes him in New England. I can understand the argument. I do. I, I can. It, it depends on how you view Mac. If you like Mac a lot, then maybe he can, you know, produce like a, a, a 1,100-yard and an eight-touchdown season or something. But I, I think Ridley by a mile. Ridley's the only guy that I would contemplate in the third round. McLaurin I like, but I like Dodson better. And I know not everybody agrees with me, and that's okay. But I would say I would say Ridley, then then space, tear break, and then it would probably be Hopkins and McLaurin together. And I, I'm not drafting Judy at all. It's not that I don't like Judy, but Judy's going in the the fourth round a lot of the time, and I don't understand it at all. This is a fifth round. And fourth I, fourth round. Then I have some combination of those five guys. There's four picks ahead of me. And London's still in front, and Pitts and Watson, and I don't expect those guys to get to me. And uh, uh, you never know. Yeah, L- London falls sometimes. I don't know why, but he does. He's great. So if London's there, you take London. If not, you take Ridley because Ridley shouldn't be there either. <laughs> like Ridley. now, this is Ridley goes. This, this is a free draft. Yeah, Ridley so going real quick. With Hayward Pitchon, you can still take London. It's not Bijan. It's not. We're taking away your Bijan card. Your Bijan card is you can't. I've got him drafted freaking 60% of the time. Bijan. 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 Is that right? Is that better? Bijan. 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 Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> R- Ridley. Ridley, my guy. Definitely Ridley. 
Okay. We, now, I've, I've only got the one running back because I've got right now through the first four rounds, I've got uh, uh, Bijan. No, no, you're. Your Bijan card has been revoked. <laughs> I got Robinson. There you go. There you go, Robinson. Call him Robinson. I got, I got Robinson uh, with Diggs and Diggs in the second, Fields in the third, Allen in the fourth. It's like it's a mustard. Jean. I'm sorry. Read off your team. Read off your team one more time. You got Robinson. Okay, who else? Robinson uh, took Diggs in the second. Uh, uh, Fields in the third. And Allen in the fourth. Allen? Josh Allen? Yeah. Keenan. Okay, so let, let me just tell you right now. I got, I got Fields in the third. Yeah, here, here's this is a one QB. One QB, three receivers, and two backs. Okay, so let me let me just I'm gonna hit you straight. Look, I'm your coach. Okay, when when I yell at you, high okay. knees, high knees. Uh, this is Scott, right? Yeah, high knees, Scott. Yeah. High knees, Scott. It's not Bijan. It's Bijan, Scott. Don't take offense to it. I'm not riding you because I'm mad at you. I'm riding you because I see potential in you, Scotty. Okay? But but Bijan was a great pick. Diggs, that's a fantastic second rounder. We've talked about Diggs being risky, but not in the second round. So you did great. Fields has fifth round value. You took him in the third. You just told me you took him in the third like you're you were gonna you were gonna get a pat on the back, but you're not gonna get a pat on the back because Unless it's unless it's a you super. You have to understand the draft. Every quarterback was gone. Well, it could have been every quarterback they, was they, gone. This, He's the this, fifth or sixth ranked quarterback. But this draft, this draft had nine quarterbacks taken in the first three rounds. Well, I I it's almost weird. That's are you sure you're not in a super flex, Scott? <laughs> you to, are you sure? It it was, it was a crazy run. I don't, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't compute. How many quarterbacks? I'm with you. How I'm many? Totally hold on. Hold on. Out. Hold on. Then how in the hell do you have Keenan Allen in the fourth round if eighty-seven quarterbacks went in the first three rounds, Scott? How do you not have well, somebody they, like oh, Garrett they, Wilson the sitting there? Rounds. You nine, what? Nine quarterbacks in the first four rounds went. Okay, so Scott, again, this is just me trying to help you. Keenan Allen doesn't belong in the fourth round at all. That's way too early, bro. There's pro- there's probably like a, a monster sitting there that you overlooked. Like I would have taken I would have taken London there versus Keenan Allen. I would have taken Watson London, there. Yep. Keenan Allen is uh dead man walking. Why 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 is that? I mean the points per game he was he was he was what, eleven points per game at receiver? He's never healthy. And I got him at He's I never healthy. Fever 16 or something, 14, something like that. Yeah, look at the chat. They'll tell you Keenan Allen in the fourth is a a huge reach. Even if you like him to bounce back, his ADP is nowhere in the fourth round. So regardless of what you got, you got to keep – no one's telling you to draft based on ADP. My whole whole theory and how I try and get you to think is you draft manipulating ADP. Okay. Uh, Ziggy, show me the front door. Hold on. Okay. I got. I, I'm, I'm waiting for like two packages. Um, 
Okay, that's Miss Smitty. Ziggy, off. You got to manipulate ADP, bro. You have to manipulate ADP. Meaning if Allen's a fifth or sixth rounder, you've got to you've got to you've got to completely use that to your advantage, not take him because you see potential in him or he's 11th in scoring or whatever you're looking at, then use that to your advantage. Like you found a piece of information in your particular scoring format. I don't know if that's true in every scoring format to be honest. But but Allen's always hurt. His ADP is not in the fourth round, and you could have had a slam dunk in your mind if you'd taken him in the right territory. Fields, how many I quarterbacks were gone? Underdog, he was taken fortieth, and I got him at he was underdog. He's I think thirty nine point eight, and I got him at the fortieth pick. I don't know if he's. Let me look at the ADP. If I'm wrong on his ADP, then I'm sorry to yell at you, but. I don't think uh, he's he should be drafted there at all, though. So hold on, let me look at the ADP. Yeah. Let me look at the I ADP. The AD- I think he's been I, I think he's been pushed up. Yeah. Still. Okay. There's so, still receivers there that you could have got better. Yeah, I, I'd say this. So my my fault. I I hate Debo. Hey. I, I didn't want anything to do with Debo. Co- there wasn't. I, I take Debo over uh, Keenan Allen though. Got off the board. So let me apologize. Coach is trying to say sorry. I didn't realize his ADP moved up in the last couple of days. It did. It moved up. You didn't. You didn't reach based on ADP. Okay. So I'm gonna take a lap on that one. Hold on. Here we go. Now I'm gonna say, what in the hell are all you doing drafting Keenan Allen to move his ADP up to 3940 <laughs> overall? That is the biggest bunch of garbage I've ever seen in my life. Uh, that used to be where Gibson was. I, I, I think he still has another year. Of. You know, okay. uh, I've met so, his trainer, and she said he's such a diva, and he just yeah. he gets hurt, doesn't play through it. Okay, so my fault on, on not knowing that ADP moved. That's crazy, though, to me that he moved. Okay, so he moved up, but the pro, like Ron said, there are so many other better receivers. And, and hey, if you like Keenan Allen, bro, don't let me talk you out of it, whatever. But Fields. Is Trevor Lawrence available right now? I highly doubt it, right? No, nine quarterbacks went That's... in the first. The tenth one just went at four at, at, at five point two. Okay, I still feel like it's, it's the crazy draft I've ever been involved in. I still feel like I would have taken advantage of that, and you would have probably been seeing somebody there in the third round that should not have even been close to being there. Like, let, let me ask you this: Was Jameer Gibbs available when you took Keenan Allen? Probably was. No. Really? With with yeah. that many quarterbacks he, gone, this isn't this is hard to imagine. Yeah, he, he went uh, about four picks before I took out. I I took fields and the reason I did is that somebody had traded up to four point two and I had three point nine and I was looking at his team and I'm like, he's coming for a quarterback field to never come back around to me and he was the last running Cheat code quarterback, so I, I hate to go for him. Look, I, I would say this. If you didn't take Keenan Allen, I think I still would have been on board. Like, if you would have said, hey, Smitty, I took Bijan, I took Diggs, I took Fields, and I took London, I probably would have said, bro, you, you know, reached a little bit on Fields, but I, I still love the quad. I love the four. Keenan I, Allen just kind of like, I, it's like you reach on Fields, and then ahead. and then you take Keenan Allen, and then it just falls flat for me. Like, I could have rebounded in my mind looking at this if that was just like a London or a Watson or someone like that. But look, hey, if you believe in Allen, trust your gut. What do I know? But 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 I would say, I would 
I would say though. you what? They're still on the board, and I'm only four picks away. I know. I just I wish you would have. I wish you would have. But hey, it's in the past. Okay, we're gonna have you. We're gonna have you. Somebody dropped a something here. Um, what, London. What about JK? My next pick, if he's still there. Who? Who? JK. J.K. Dobbins, he's holding out. I like, I like, I like that five point nine yards per carry. Yeah, I bet you, I bet you do. But he's not going to be averaging anything if he's sitting out the season. You so, think that's really possible? Well, he he sat out today. His first day one, day one of his holdout. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I took uh, Gus Edwards uh, late in a lot of drafts. Hey. Yeah. Hey, can you? Can you mute real quick whoever's... Is that Dog Mentality or is that Scott that has like the... Or is that Ron? If everybody can mute real quick uh, except for Scott. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, just real quick. Dog Mentality, I'm coming right back to you. Okay, Scott, give me the top five running backs listed on ADP and the top five wide receivers listed on ADP. And let me see if I can help you. All right, we got Dobbins, White, Swift, Cook in acres and which I, I may just wait and try to take acres because he looks like he's going to be the workhorse out there uh, and I've got London Watson Ridley Hopkins Godwin and Judy and McLaurin still sitting there with only four picks so and Pitts is still on the board there's a good shot he gets pulled uh Man, uh, if you, I'm just telling you. still out there, and there's two guys that don't have quarterbacks. They might be panicking and grab him. And you're positive this is not a super flex, bro. I'm totally positive. Okay. I've been okay. doing this shit for 20 years. Okay, I'm just checking. Well, you're saying that the quarterbacks flew off in a weird way. Okay, so yeah. London, Ridley, Watson, those are your top guys. I probably would rank them in order of... I go back and forth on London and, and Watson, but those are the top two guys, and Ridley would be the third. And if you're four picks away, you okay. should be good to go on getting one of those, I imagine, especially with the, the quarterback, you know, scarcity <laughs> in this league. So, uh, you, You've seen those runs happen from time to time in these redrafts. This was the craziest run I ever saw. Well... And, uh, That's why I wonder if you missed a, a proxy vote or something on making into a super flex. No, this, this is just, uh, everybody a, raise standard. everybody raise your hand if we're gonna turn into a super flex. This guy's off. This guy's off watching Keenan Allen film. <laughs> just yeah, kidding, this Scott. Is just a standard a standard redraft on Data Force, and uh, uh, it uh, that's it. Man. Well, hey, Scott, I. I, I, like I I really like I really like the top three players though. I think you have a top five quarterback. I think you've got a top five wide receiver. Let's just hope he can keep it together. We got Bijan being the number one running back in my mind. So you have a top five running back. You have you have three top five players right there at at, at each position. That is phenomenal. Okay, so you I want to give you some positivity there. I didn't like the Keenan Allen pick. I think you would have been running away with it. Even with the field's reach, which as I say to all of you, you can reach one huge time, and if you get back on track, it doesn't matter. Like, if you would have gotten London and Ridley or London and Watson or Ridley and Watson, you would have been, I think, a 
uh, a near favorite coming out of the gate. But maybe Keenan Allen plays somewhat close to that, and you're you're good to go. So trust your gut. Just make sure you smash right. London, Ridley, or Watson next. Don't mess around with Acres or someone like that yet. And 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 I'd keep an eye on. Uh, let's see here. Keep an eye on. Where's Ken, is Kenneth Walker available? No, he's okay. gone. Somebody took him second round. Keep an eye. Him. Keep an eye on Camara and um, Charbonnet later on. Keep keep an Why eye do on people. Keep pushing Camara. I mean, the dude might sit out half the season. Well, that's driving down his ADP, and you're also putting a whole lot of faith in the NFL, Scott. You're using your own logic, not the NFL's logic. The NFL. Do you really believe the NFL is going to suspend this guy for half a season? They haven't done a single thing yet. Do you think the team's going to step forward? I can answer that for you. No, the team's already said we're not doing anything until the NFL does something, so we're planning on having Kamara until they take him away from us. They don't care. They're not taking a stand. Nobody gives a shit, bro. Nobody gives a shit about what Kamara did. And it's it's a shame because, honestly, as much as I'm drafting Kamara, you guys understand that I still have him on the planet Uranus list? You know, he's still on this list. He's still here. He's, he's one of the kings of planet Uranus. That's a wasted draft pick, I think. I take him. Just make sure you don't take him too early, but he's a he's a great player to just draft, and he's he's one of your running back rotational third running backs or whatever. But Charbonnet is, is a really good pick. Tank Dell in, like, the th- 14th round. Go after Tank Dell. Rookie wide receiver for the Houston Texans. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and go get after it, Scott. You got this. We got you. Come Call back with your team, too. You can hang on, on hold. I'm not hanging up on you, but just call back once you have your team, and we'll, we'll go over it. I, Let's, I will, but I'm down to about 4% on my phone. I got to jump off here. Okay. All right. He can take a chance on Richardson, too, as a second quarterback. Maybe yeah. have two Especially when you find out it's a super flex, Scott, and you can, you can have that locked down. <laughs> All right, Scott, go practice Bijan. Go practice Sam Bijan and come back and we'll give you back your Bijan card. Appreciate you. Hey, Scott, you don't Yeah, you can call back once you charge your phone. I uh, you know, something's not adding up. He hasn't charged his phone. Um quarterbacks are flying off the board more than normal. I don't know. It seems seems like uh, awfully odd, but Scott, I appreciate you and I hope Scott didn't take that wrong just cuz we took away his Bijan card. Uh dog mentality you got anything you want to ask or add? OG official, just become a, a loyal YouTube exclusive member. To the moon. OEG to the house. Dog mentality. Uh, I got nothing to say, but I got to run. It was good talking to you. All right. Later, pal. Appreciate we'll have you. To we'll have to finish the show a little later. Later. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Ron. I, f- I felt like me and Scott aren't on the same page. He's like, you know, I took Keenan Allen. I'm going to go ahead and get Acres next. <laughs> <laughs> just like man, I don't know if Scott and I is going to work out. Well, it is possible that there was a quarterback. Right? I mean, if you think about it, right? So you got Mahomes, Allen, um, you know, Joe Burrow and Joe Burr. Hurts all come off. I mean, who do you got after? You got Lamar Jackson comes off. Yeah, but you know what? You, you know what though? Who is sitting there though in the third round? If that many quarterbacks came off the board, that I just want to know. That's all. Like, who is he looking at? Because I, I, I would be tempted to go Fields if they were all flying off, and I'm like, crap, man, this this crew doesn't know what they're doing. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and just take Fields because I want a big player. Or do you go Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson combination later, and you find yourself in Olave in round three? You know what I mean? Like I bet you Olave was sitting there when Fields was on the clock, and I, I, I just, I would just, if I had the details, I'm pretty sure I'm smelling, I'm smelling something fishy. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean I don't appreciate you, Scott. You're my boy, Blue. We took away your Bijan card, but that's okay. You'll get it back. You'll get hey, it back. Smitty? Yeah. The wife is finally coming out of the store. I'm out of here. I'll All talk right. to everybody later, and I'll watch the show All when right. I get home. Later on. Uh, phone lines open. Everybody had to. Everybody on one call. Do I? Am I? Do I smell funny? Like everybody's bailing on the phone line all at once. I'm at four percent. I gotta go. I'm on the road. Wife's coming. Everybody bails on me at once. The phone line's wide open. Dial in six zero two. Here it is. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. You know, I just I just feel like maybe Alave was there in the third round. That's the only thing. You know, it gives Alave those guys like falling. You know, that makes it a little bit more intriguing when all those quarterbacks are gone. I have White, but was offered Acres. So curious to hear other thoughts. I mean, Acres and Rashad White are kind of in the same boat for me. There's a lot of concern around the situation. I mean, Tampa Tampa's just awful. You know, Acres is injury prone. I guess I'll go Acres over. I don't know. Maybe I'd go Rashad White over Acres. I don't know. I don't. I don't love either one of them right now. I would call, but my mom's calling me, Smitty. Okay, Alex, no problem, bro. Trey, Trey's dialing in. Trey, singular. What's up, Trey? What's going on, Smitty? How you doing? Not to be confused as Trey Trey. This is Trey Singular. What's up? I'm good, Trey. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah, that was a little interesting, little back and forth there with the fields of the first round. I'm convinced he took them a little early. Yeah, and I'm one to tell you, I just did a video, don't be afraid to go QB early, but we're talking about ADP data. ADP data says that Fields is a fifth rounder. To draft Fields in the third round means you're forcing it, and you just got to ask yourself if you if you could get a Richardson and Aaron Rodgers combination and see Alave sitting there in round three. You know, like Alave, it feels like Alave, you know, if it, that feels like a recipe for getting Alave and Gibbs, you know, in the third and fourth round. Is the only thing I would yeah, be looking at, exactly. but but who knows? I mean, Scott said Gibbs was gone. I trust him, so tough to know. Uh, what can I do for you, Trey? Um, I just had a question. I'm sure you've seen with Alex. What do you think of Alexander Madison? His ADP rising and where he should sit around. He has climbed to running back. It looks like on underdog as of this moment, running back twenty which puts him at uh, 64 overall, which puts him right above uh, Damian Pierce, DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, Dalvin Cook, Isaiah Pacheco, Rashad White, David Montgomery, James Conner. I don't think that's bad at all. I think that's a. I don't think he's climbed too high um, at all to, to be worried about that. I think that that's good. If he climbs, let's say, above Kenneth Walker and Gibbs, then, yeah, you're going to want to back up off that. But J.K. Dobbins is ahead of him. Miles Sanders is ahead of him. And even if he climbed ahead of both of those guys, I'd be fine with it. But any higher than that, I might pump the brakes a little bit. Um, hang tight real quick, uh, Trey. I've got the 845 caller on the phone. Who's this? Yo, what's good, Smitty? It's Justin. Justin what? 
from the from where Please. you at? Where you at? Uh, I'm I'm in I'm in I'm in Rockland. Where? Rockland. Okay. What's up, Justin? Get up. A quick question. Um, I just want to get your thoughts. I, I got the fifth pick in my draft, um, and it makes me want to take a receiver there, like Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. What pick? Um, and what pick? And running back in like you know the eighth round. What pick um, are you? What are your thoughts on just uh, P. Ryan and um, uh, and Brian Robinson? What pick are you? Uh, fifth five. Fifth overall. I don't know that you're getting Jamar Chase or J- JJ. You're not going to touch one of those guys. You sure? I mean, I, I, the way I see it, it's um, uh, it's Bijan, CMC, JJ, um, Bijan, CMC, Eckler. I get one of the four, one of the two receivers. I don't know. I mean, ADP has JJ Chase. Uh, this is the overall ADP on Underdog. It's a little different. JJ Chase are one and two, and they're not. He's not sharing. Chase isn't sharing that two with anybody. It's Hill, but hey. Maybe maybe your running back heavy little local group is just gonna you know go I got, hard. I got some sharks, man. I got some sharks. Yeah, so I mean, if you get Chase, I mean that's bro, you, you're getting the, in my opinion, the number one overall player. Absolutely, but no, on P Ryan though, so I just I love Samaje P Ryan this year. I just like he caught so many passes in, in, in Cincinnati. Like I, I think he's a great. Pick. Uh, I think Brian Robinson is a great pick later on. Um. I like P Ryan a lot. Uh, what are you doing there? Running, running a, running a mile there, Justin? No, you know, I'm, I'm by the lakeside, brother. Oh, gotcha. Okay, you got a little wind. I, I, I think P Ryan is is a good player, but like you sound like the kind of guy. No offense, that's so excited about him that you're gonna take him like rounds early. <laughs> you you no, want no, this no. guy you, back? You gotta, you gotta wait on him. You gotta wait on him to pay off. Well, okay, tell that. tell me that. where you think waiting is. Uh, eighth round, ninth round. Okay, P. Ryan is going 106 overall. What is that? What's the math on that? All right, so yeah, just just under just under the ninth round. So be 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 careful. Be be patient. Don't don't go grabbing him ahead of like Charbonnet. Charbonnet would be nicer in my opinion, but that's me. If you like, uh, P- so I, I, I had that thought. I I don't know about Charbonnet, man. I I, just, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean that, that's okay. They're close enough to I where feel it, like I thought it was like Jason or Charbonnet, one or the other is not going to hit. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe who knows? But 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 Charbonnet is definitely a home run, win a league secret weapon. Whereas, I mean, P Ryan's going to probably be heavily involved all year, no matter what happens with Javante. But Javante will slowly pull his, you know, some of the duties back from him as the year goes on. So P Ryan could be a guy that does really well early on and starts to kind of like fizzle a little bit. So I'd, I'd be a little careful, but I feel you on that long term play, Charbonnet. Yeah, long term play, uh, more of a home run hitter. Uh, P Ryan's going to be steady Eddie in the beginning. Maybe get you, you know, some consistency still at the end at the end of the year or middle to end of the year. But he'll definitely feel. I think he'll get a dial back unless Javante has a setback and he becomes the full go guy. Not to mention Denver is backing off the idea of bringing in another running back, which is nice. But there's still that possibility. There's still that possibility they bring in a Zeke or they look at Dalvin Cook. They, it, it appears they aren't right now, but we don't know that. A lot of stuff could still happen. First thing it's not, Brian Robertson. What are your thoughts on him? I mean, I, I haven't heard much about him this offseason, but it just, you know, second year running back, you know, going to get the goal line work guaranteed. It's not going to Gibson. Like, well, what, what are your thoughts there? Brian Robinson, P. Ryan, 
uh, Montgomery. These all feel like a, a, the same kind of player to me. There, there's upside. There always has been upside. Will it continue? Uh, to, to, to will things continue to go good for him? I don't know. You know, I, I they're kind of st- they're not stay away from players for me, but I don't find myself like targeting them. Like you know, you're preemptively targeting P. Like one of the three guys you bring up to me is P. Ryan. You know, I like P. Ryan, but I don't know that he's on my mind that much to where like I'm going into a draft and I'm like I'm getting me some P. Ryan. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, th- I think it's gonna be a jump. I, I, that's like it's just. I, I got a gut feeling. I got a gut feeling. I, li- I like him though. I like him though, but I don't know that I'm like targeting him in every draft or something. But because he's, it's not like he's a steal. He's going in a, a pretty, a pretty. It's not bad value, but it's not like he's like Deuce Vaughn's a steal. Like Deuce Vaughn, you can get in every single draft in like round 15, 16, eight, right. 18. You can get him in round eighteen. That is a guy that I could see going like I'm. I'm going to get him in every draft. Like P Ryan's costing you sometimes an eighth round pick. Like that is a lot. Like I'm, I'm, I'm potentially still getting a, you know, occasionally I'm getting someone insane. Like let me see, hundred in the, in the wide receiver range. I'm getting, uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's tough to say. Sometimes somebody falls like take, like Jameson Williams. Over him. You take, you take uh, maybe Jameson, take Elijah Moore over him. I mean, it all depends on who you're taking the first pick for me. That's that's me at least. Yeah. I, I like I like P Ryan. I do like P Ryan. I just don't I don't love P Ryan. And I think that like you might be well served to grab Javante and P Ryan together, maybe. If you like P Ryan that much, you could grab both of them as a running back two. You could go light at running back two all the way to round seven and take Javante and then round eight take P Ryan and or round nine if you can. And then you got Yeah. All right, Justin, appreciate you, man. Love the show. Take care, Later, pal. Travis Rowe. How's it going, Smitty? What's up, man? You're live. Um I know I know we've talked about it before, but uh when they're bringing up acres, are you like are you sold on him because it seems like everybody I talked to was really high on him, and I'm just like the Achilles just worries me. Like I know he finished really strong, but like last year J. Rob started really strong, and you saw him fall off a cliff too. You know, I know they're different backs, and I think Acres just might be a little younger. But I mean, it, it seems like an awful lot of people are really high on Acres, and I just don't quite see it. I just wanted wanted your thoughts on that. I mean, okay, so let's let's go through the history of of my acres, uh, you know, um, content. So acres, after his rookie year, which was plagued with injuries, I came out and said that he is one of my top two most injury prone. Stay away from, don't go near players in in, in that that year he tore his Achilles. Now I did not predict him to to tear his Achilles specifically. But he was pegged as my second most injury-riddled, stay-away person not to go near in that, that year he tore his Achilles. And Achilles players have never become top 10 running backs after their Achilles tear. Never. They've never had one player. And I went right. through this all offseason with James Robinson and Akers. So what what makes me like Akers going into this year? Nothing. I mean, I... There's there's some appeal given how late his ADP is, but until we see a player come back from an Achilles tear and become a top ten running back after 
the Achilles tear. And Foreman, Deonta Foreman's the only player we've really seen play well and play look pretty strong, right. you know, coming, but it took him forever. You know, like Akers, if Akers was the most injury prone player to me walking into his Achilles tear year, what on what on earth makes anyone think that I'm going to be looking at Akers and saying, okay, he's still going to have this Achilles he's working back from and not going to have some sort of complementary injury, some kind of peripheral injury, some kind of hamstring compensation injury. Like, he is absolutely one of the biggest injury risks in fantasy football still. You know, the, the Achilles being this much removed doesn't just clear him from the rest of his injury history. Not to mention his style. One of the reasons I hated him coming out of college was his style of play is so aggressive to his own body, which aids to the injury, is he lowers his head and he goes head first into defenders constantly. And I don't know if you remember, there was a play last year where he did that. And I believe the D back is the one that got hurt, but they had to come out. He was not moving for a little bit and they came out on the field. And it's like he, he does the, he invites contact in the most aggressive ways that you can say he's got heart. And part of him probably learned to run like this because in college he had no offensive line. And, and on film, he was a beast. Like on film, coming out of college, you watch his film, he was getting hit left and right, getting met at the line of scrimmage, and he lowered his head and just bowl through people. And he learned to play that way. But he's an absolute uh, wreck, you know, when it comes to that. And I know Hod's just joking um, by saying this because we know Hod's smarter than this. Hod's joking, by the way. He says AP came back from an Achilles injury. <laughs> AP, uh, <laughs> he yeah, did. I saw that. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. In ACL. But it's a running yeah, joke. It's, just, I mean, it's a I, running joke. I just I just noticed in the chat throughout the past, you know, two weeks, month, whatever, like, I, I get, like, best ball if you want to take a shot on him. But, I mean, there's a lot of people that, like, love Akers, that really like him. Not me. And I, I just, I, I'm... Yeah, me neither. And I, I was just trying to see if I'm missing something here because I just, you know, I like the way he finished last year. That, I mean, that that team was a mess. He was getting 23 carries, 19 carries, 21 carries, and half the time they were losing, you know, or like one game they won 151 to 14. Then they lost the other two games. So it's like they're either playing way up or way behind. And I just don't foresee him doing that. And, even if he did, like you said, Foreman's been the best that's come back from the Achilles. And there, there I mean, are very year, few, everyone... very few players that have suffered the Achilles injury. In 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 prime was joking off of a inside joke last year. Adrian Peterson did not suffer an Achilles tendon tear. He suffered an ACL tear. There's some people yeah. that don't know the difference, and then they talk about it. Like you can't talk about it if you don't know the difference. If you don't know what an ACL tear is versus an Achilles tear, don't come out and say something about yeah. Cam Akers. You know, Adrian Peterson suffered Achilles an ACL tear. ACL sound alike. Yeah, but 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 Achilles is is like the the prison injury where where they 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 take the the shank and, and hit your Achilles in the back of your heel so you never walk again yeah. and you limp around the rest of your your days in in, in the prison yard. Like this is this is a disabled this is, this injury makes you un, unable to walk the same unless you get like a surgery and you know they they repair it you know perfectly and all that. But to come out and play football. The reason you'll see, like, uh, and I'm not saying people in sports haven't recovered from it, Kevin Durant. There are a lot of athletes that have returned to form in professional sports with an Achilles tear. But 
running backs are a different situation because running backs live and die by hitting the hole. And when a running back tears his Achilles and he loses the explosion, he can't hit the hole. And once you lose that step, look at Emmett Smith, look at Adrian Peterson, look at look at players like that. When they lost their step, it was weird because mentally they were all smart. Mentally they could have got it done, right? Mentally, Emmett Smith was still the same player. He's probably smarter. He's probably wiser. But in Arizona, watching him come over and be a shell of himself was hard to watch because it was like he couldn't get there. He couldn't hit the hole. And so when you lose that explosion and the Achilles injury, it just it it crushes your explosion. And it takes it takes so long to get it back. I don't think Akers is quite there yet. He's breaching that territory where he could almost maybe be the first player to ever really return to borderline top 10 running back numbers coming off the Achilles tear. But he's got the injury concern that he he doesn't just get rid of because he tore his Achilles. If anything, he just, I'm more worried about him. I'm not saying it's impossible. Like, he's not in that, that year of recovery coming back in and playing. He played awful, just like I predicted. He would not be anything close to the same the year coming off the Achilles, just like we said over and over and over again on the show. Beating a dead horse as all the Acres truthers came in and said, you'll be fine. This is actually his second year back. No, it wasn't. He rushed himself back in reckless fashion the same year he tore his Achilles tendon. He came onto the field for a couple games and looked pathetic. It wasn't, it's not that anything should have been different. He was, his expectation level was too high that he was just going to come out and play football. And, and I'm surprised he didn't injure himself trying to play too early. It was like eight months after his Achilles tear. He tried to get on the field, and his coaching staff recklessly let him. He came in and played like two games, looked awful, and then came back the next year. And people just thought, oh, it's his second year back. It's not. That was his first year back, and you're never going to be the same, let alone be great that first year back. Could he somehow, some way, keep the job long enough, get to 100%, somehow stave off injury like Frank Gore did. Frank Gore was so injury prone, and then one day he wasn't. Is that possible for Akers? Maybe. But I'm not getting on that train. No way. There's too many other players sitting around. What's Akers' ADP? It's, uh, look, Swift is injury prone too. You know, we easily we easily could could use Swift in this bucket. We could say Swift is is a guy we would want to stay away from, right? Because of injury. I get that. And if you wanted to stay away from injury, period, then certainly that is one of those scenarios where where I could see you just going Pacheco. Even though Pacheco runs really hard and is aggressive to his body. But like you don't want to go near injury at all. Go after Madison. Go after Go after uh, go after Pacheco. Go after one of those guys instead of Swift or Acres. But I'm more open minded to to Swift staying healthy than Acres because Swift didn't have an Achilles tear and Swift didn't. You know they're both very injury prone. Swift's also playing behind the best offensive line in football. Plays in, in the best offense in football. There's a lot more to like about him. But but Acres, I'm not going near him. Not when Pacheco's still sitting there. Pacheco's fan a fantastic play. Even Alvin Kamara facing four to six game suspension, I'd rather have I'd rather have uh, Alvin Kamara than Akers. I'd rather have Charbonnet, who's guaranteed nothing over Cam Akers. Yeah, but that's me. That's me. Yeah, Akers. 
Acres ADP is 76.9. That's just yeah. too high. Way too high, I think. No, thank you. All right. Thanks, Rudy. I appreciate it. All right, Travis. Appreciate you. All right, guys. Hey, I'm out of here. Um, I'm a little, little, little early today, an hour and a half show, but I will be here for the evening show. We're mock drafting, or not mock drafting. Maybe we'll mock draft too, but we're doing live drafts, the fantasy football show. Let's go. Community, we're drafting. I'll see you all tonight. Link is pinned in the live chat. Please click that link if you want to be a part of the live drafts tonight, the Garrett Wilson autographed jersey drafts. Just hit that link in the live chat or in the description that says underdog. Use code Smitty. The link will insert code Smitty for you. Uh, they'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. I will see you all later. Appreciate all my super chatters. Let's go. Isaac, thank you for that. McVeigh said, Isaac says, Sam, McVeigh forgave Akers. For wanting to be traded, let him come back, be the starter, and then traded away Henderson craziness. Appreciate that super chat. Paul, how about these brass balls? We the people in the chat want a Herbert emoji. Be the bigger guy and don't be led by your hate, says Paul. I don't even know what that means. I like Herbert. I'm not sure what you mean there, Paul, but appreciate your super chat. I think you got me wrong if you think I don't like Herbert. Dynasty 12-team PPR, Burrow, CMC, Saquon, Tony, Pickens, Kincaid, Ramondre, and Sanders at Flex. Nice job. Can you win Dynasty? Yeah, you could win. Uh, do, I, do, do I do I want to get rid of CMC and Saquon? Kind of, but like you can win the, the championship this year. And you still got some nice future value, so you don't really have to force a trade. You could just ride that out, see how it goes. I mean, what if CMC does play two years? I like it. Appreciate you, boy, my boy. Anthony dropping the $20 hauler. Vampy. Vampy says, thoughts on running back position uh, going extinct. I'm sorry I didn't see some of these. I don't know why my system didn't alert this. Uh, Vampy dropping this super chat. Vampy, you still here? Uh, Hopefully, Anthony, um, you saw my message. Paul and uh, Isaac, hopefully you saw that. Uh, Thoughts on running back position potentially going extinct. Could we see teams just handing it off to their best athlete like Debo? Uh, no, this is a cycle that we we hear this every you know couple years. Look at Bijan, look at look at Gibbs, and you're always going to have. I mean, t- two running backs just went in the top twelve, and we haven't seen that forever. So that's a real nice sign that the running back position is a cycle. And appreciate you dropping that that super chat, Vampy. Thank you, Paul, dropping a super ch- chat. The J.K. and uh, Dobbins name stands for just kidding. Uh, stole the joke from someone. Thank you, Paul. I don't know why these super chats are just rolling in for me now. I had some kind of system delay. Maybe I need to restart my system. I'm sorry, guys. They need to get rid of the franchise tag on fifth year option. Thank you, Isaac, for dropping that. Uh, Paul says D Hop goes to New England. My Stevenson bull prediction is a lock. These are all coming in right now. I don't know why I didn't see these earlier. Uh, D Hop goes to the Patriots. Mac Jones will be better. I saw that one earlier. So. Paul, did you see my? Did you catch my response? I'm sorry for the delay. Paul, thank you for the two super chats. Vampy, appreciate you. Anthony, did you get my two responses? Paul, did you get my other response? Isaac, did you hear me? Let me know in the chat that you're still here. I apologize for the delay on that. I'll restart my computer for tonight so that I, I don't miss any of those uh, super chats when they happen live. I apologize for that. Law Dog Milk for Mains on sale this season. Soak your mane and win a league.
Law Dog Milk.